Welcome to the Oakcrest podcast channel. Oakcrest School in Vienna, Virginia, challenges girls in grades 6 to 12 to develop their intellect, character, faith, and leadership potential to thrive in college and throughout their lives. On today's podcast, Dr. Mary T. Ortiz reflects on the value and impact of mentoring young women. It's the Feast of the Guardian Angels, and it's also the anniversary of the founding of Opus Dei. So I'm just going to give a little background on that. Um, Opus Dei was founded uh, on this day in 1928 in Madrid, um, and St. Josemaria, who is the founder, was on retreat and on this day in 1928, and he was looking through notes, um, and as he said, he saw what God wanted. He saw Opus Dei, uh, the message being that every person is called to holiness in their ordinary work and life. He was amazed. He said he fell to his knees and he remembers uh, hearing the sound of the bells of a nearby church, which is dedicated to the angels, Our Lady of the Angels. And the bells were ringing because it's the feast of the guardian angels. He said that uh, he never really, um, he always heard that sound of the bells his whole life in a way. It was really lovely. So it was a very radical idea, this idea that everyone is called to holiness in ordinary life. It was a radical idea at the time because people thought that uh, to be holy, one needed to be uh, either a nun or a priest or a missionary, do something extraordinary. And the message really that, that God gave through St. Maria was that we can all be holy. We're all called to holiness through our ordinary lives, very mundane, you could say, um, daily life. And this was ratified, this teaching was ratified by the church in an official way in Vatican II. So um, the teaching of the universal call to holiness. And there's something I really like, Santa Maria used to say that uh, he was, the, um, he was the, the envelope, the messages from God. And that's really, he said, you know, when you get a letter, you keep the, you keep the letter and you just sort of throw away the envelope. He never gave uh, much importance to himself, but of course the message is really what matters. So as you know, um, Ocrest entrusts the uh, religious and spiritual formation to the students to Opus Day. So it's a big day. It's a big day here, and we're going to have a beautiful mass shortly to celebrate the feast day. So I wanted to talk to you this morning, though, about what I'm calling some wise and wonderful life principles that your daughter will learn through her years here. Um, and I would say that the the first group of them, if you will, really come through the mentoring program. So I'm going to focus on that and start there. The mentoring program began at Ocrest when the school began. So the first 22 girls uh, way back in 1976 uh, in 7th and 8th grade, they had mentors and every student here through our 44 years, you know, 915 alum later has had a personal mentor. It's a serious investment of time, energy, thinking, planning. You can see that, I'm sure. You can imagine that. And it comes from the idea, of course, that we believe that every student is unique. Each one has her own set of strengths, her own areas that she can improve in, and gifts and capacities to be discovered, pursued, and polished. We believe that mentoring is the best way to help each, each student grow personally. 
we certainly want each girl to get along with her mentor, to find in her mentor someone who cares, certainly somebody who listens, who encourages, who challenges. We would like each mentoring relationship to be very good, if not excellent, where the student feels, again, understood, encouraged, and challenged. And we're aiming for this. This is why we have a director of mentoring who selects the mentors and trains them, works with them throughout the school year so they can fill, fulfill this responsibility very well. But I think it's very important to understand that the girls are gaining, as I said, I'm calling them wise and wonderful life principles from mentoring. And these are of an even greater long-term value than a superb relationship with one's mentor. So what are these principles? You know, what are these, another way of saying it is truths that make a really big difference in one's life. So I'm gonna name some of them or describe them rather. So the first is that the girls learn that it's important and healthy to talk to the right person about their personal life. I think we can all recognize that we're in a culture that um, in there, there's a great deal of confusion about how, when, and with whom to share personal, private matters. And having an assigned mentor right away, you know, from the, the first day that the girls uh, join the school, having an assigned mentor gives a proper channel to the girls for sharing personal matters. Another great principle is this. It gives them, mentoring gives them the lived experience in their formative years of a positive, healthy relationship with an older and wiser person. So they know, as I say, what it looks like, um, and they can seek out positive mentoring relationships for the rest of their lives, really, at different times. I mean, when they go to college, in the workplace, in different times in their lives. They've experienced here good and true mentoring by which they can measure all other experiences of mentoring later and be able to discern what might not be positive. I think that is very, very important. A couple of other of these life principles. One is this, seeking advice is praiseworthy. Uh, it's part of the cardinal virtue of prudence. And I love to tell the girls that leaders have cabinets, you know, have councils. Every saint I've heard of, I'm sure I haven't heard of all of them, but um, every saint I've heard of uh, has had a spiritual director. Mentoring is a built-in experience here that validates the fact that seeking advice, asking for help, from another person is not a sign of weakness, but something actually that shows great strength, wisdom, and something that leads to happiness and acceptance of, our, of ourselves, of our humanity. Uh, I think it's important to realize, and I'm sure you do, that we have a strong tendency in the United States to self-reliance. And that can be good, but it needs to be in its proper place. It needs to be measured, and tempered because we are relational beings. We need each other. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the way we have been made. And further, we find our fulfillment 
through relationships, through giving and receiving love. Another principle is the, the girls learn that they can connect with people who perhaps at first blush, they would not think that they could. So we have situations, it's, it's really great to see, um, you know, with the mentoring, it could be a quiet girl is paired with a mentor who's a talker or vice versa. versa. Um, a mentee who's passionate about science and a mentor who wants to understand what it's what that's like because she's never been a great fan of science again or vice versa this is so enriching especially when you're young this kind of experience really broadens the girl's interior world um, i like to say it broadens their in internal geography it helps as you can see with empathy um, they have an early experience of like getting to know someone, enjoying and liking someone who's actually quite different from themselves. So I hope you can see that these are enormously important personal and interpersonal strengths. I am continually impressed with how deeply the mentoring program has benefited our students, even long after their years at Oakcrest. It helps them develop their humanity in conversing with older and wiser people, they become more confident, more able to appreciate different ways of seeing things, more articulate about their own strengths and areas for improvement, much less worried, if at all, about asking for help. I think they also experience uh, a very important reality that I mean, simply that every relationship personal relationship, work relationship, et cetera. Every relationship depends on two people, not just one. These are the wise and wonderful life principles gained from the program over time. So, and I would say that um, as parents, you might not realize how important your attitude toward mentoring is and how um, it really comes, you can do it in very simple ways. So a few of those. First, I think it is great if you tell her, uh, tell your daughter, just share with your daughter how amazing it is uh, to have a mentor. Just that you think it is really wonderful. This is going to help her be grateful for it. Um, and a very important point, I think, is that when we're grateful for something, we are in a position to gain more from it. Gratitude is the attitude of a humble person, and humble people absorb all the good. I like to think of humble people as really good soil. They just, they absorb all, all the richness that's available to them. So, you know, tell your daughter, gosh, if you want, and if you, if you obviously, if you really think this, but Things like, you know, that it's amazing to have a mentor, how lucky she is. Um, maybe even how you wish you had had a mentor during your middle or high school years, things like that. That will help her be grateful and ultimately help her just get much more from the program. The second thing is I think helping her see that she needs to play her part in the mentoring pr uh, program, that she cannot be passive if she wants to learn and grow. That is very, very important. 
she is the protagonist in her own education and formation. So if it's not going so well, partner or mentoring relationship, help her to see possible topics of conversation and growth. Maybe suggest that she write them down, that she bring them to mentoring. Maybe she could have a mentoring notebook. I have a, I've seen that throughout my years here. The girls have a little notebook for mentoring. I have a student now who has a mentoring notebook and uses it very well and actually will come to mentoring with a little sort of sticky piece of paper with some questions. It's great. Maybe you could say, if it's not going so well, maybe you could share a story with your mentor, um, something that, um, you know, a memory, a family memory or something that's really would help her get to know you better. Maybe you can share a photo with her of, your dog, of our dog, of something. So you're helping her. Help her give, also help her give the mentoring relationship time. Uh, we all tend to be kind of impatient. We want things, I mean, it's just part of our, the way we are. Um, we can want things to work quickly. And time is so important, obviously, especially for, for relationships. Give it some time. Um, and maybe to say, you know, let's give it a, I don't know, the quarter or a semester, and then we can step back and see. You might want to share stories of how you learned um, from, if you will, unexpected people in your life. You know, a moment when you thought, I didn't think I could learn that much from this college professor or from, you know, someone. And in fact, I, re I really learned a lot. We were quite different, but I learned a lot. That can help her a lot. Okay, so part two, the wise and wonderful principles that I, I wanted to share with you come from the mentoring program. But there's also one other um, that I want to share with you that's really part of our DNA here at Oakcrest, really part of our, um, our the spirit of the school. And it's really it's captured by St. Jose Maria, again, the saint of the day, in this expression. So he used to say often, life is a matter of beginning and beginning again. Um, he would also capture that by saying, um, using the expression, a sporting spirit. He said, let's, let's like look at life and the different challenges that come up with a sporting spirit. So I just wanna unpack those things. It's a very simple, the idea of beginning and beginning again is a very simple idea. It actually is quite profound and it has profound roots. So again, it's just to try to approach uh, the different aspects of our life with a, a cheerful, good sportsman-like attitude. That's really what it is. It's an attitude of realism, which is very helpful, in, and, and of optimism, also very helpful. It definitely requires effort. It's not a matter of temperament. You know, I'm, I'm a sanguine or I'm, I'm whatever, an easygoing person or anything like that. I think we should just set that aside. It's not about temperament. It's not also, it's not about having mediocre goals or being content with just, you know, achieving, again, not achieving goals or again, having very easy goals. It's not at all about that. Um, I think, again, the point is that we want to apply it, and we, we share this with the girls uh, in so many ways, to learn to apply this to every aspect of our life, our work, our relationships, and our spiritual life. I would say the key areas. 
what is the depth of this really is that Santa Samaria is, is grounding this way of looking at challenges, everyday challenges, in the, the fact that we are children of God. And that's really um, the driving spirit of this. And this is what the girls are learning here in so many direct and, and indirect ways. What does it mean to say that? What does it mean to say, okay, well, I'm a child of God. Well, first and foremost, we can count on his help, that our relationship with him is a loving and caring relationship. And our, um, we wanna do things for love, that a relationship of a child to a parent is a relationship of love. It's a relationship, it's an unconditional love. So we wanna do things for love, to serve, which really helps to get rid of um, what's dry so often there, and it's not you know, a tragedy, but is ego, uh, doing things for our own ego, um, doing things um, in a very grim way, you know, sort of, uh, I've just gotta do this, I don't like it, I don't wanna do it, but um, you know, I'm just gonna grin and bear it. It's not terrible, but it's not the best. You can get very tired if that's our attitude all the time. It's not, again, opposed, a child's attitude is opposed to, you know, I have to win at all costs. I have to prove myself. I have to earn love. All of that is we want to, uh, you know, sort of diminish, bring down those, those things or purify, if you will, those attitudes. They're not, they're not conducive to joy. They're actually not, correct in a sense. They're not the, the, the good and right connection of a child with her father, God. So um, again, this beginning and beginning again comes out of, I want to give my best in this for the love of God, who's my father and who loves me and who helps me, for the love of others who are part of the same family. They are my brothers and sisters. And if I miss the mark, I can start again. I'm going to start again. I'm going to start again, you know, this afternoon. I'm going to start again tomorrow. So with your daughter, of course, this is so helpful. And I'm sure as parents, you, you know this intuitively and you've been practicing this for years. Um, and that's wonderful that we see that with the girls. We see this attitude with them. I mean, we, we see it. Um, so I think you can help her, though, to grow in this because it's, it, it's very deep. So not to write off a class, you know, I'll never be good at that. Um, or I'll just never connect with this teacher. No, we want to have that attitude of let's, we, you can, let, let's try it from another angle. Let's have that good sportsman-like attitude. If this didn't work today, I'm going to change it up a little bit and try, try tomorrow. Or with relationships, we know how important relationships are to the girls and they should be, and that's right, but especially at this age. So it can happen, you know, someone said something mean about me or someone looked at me with not a particularly nice face, whatever, and I, I just, it's over, <laughs> whatever. No, let's begin again. Um, let's understand. Let's try to make an excuse. Maybe that person had a bad day. Let's begin our, again ourselves and let's let other people have a new beginning as well. And that's challenging, definitely. Um, but again, we've all had a bad day, but it doesn't determine 
whether we're going to be ever, you know, good in that class or whether we could ever be friends with that person. Not at all. This is not a deterministic thing. Um, and I think here a big point, which I don't want to take for granted, is the girls and all the faculty and staff uh, and the parents, when we open up to you, have ready and joyful access to the sacrament of confession. That is so much a part of our life here, uh, our school life. And just that fact says, you know, we all need this. We're all beginning and beginning again. It helps all of us just have that attitude of, you know, fresh start and that attitude of a optimistic athlete, if you will. I can start again with God's grace and love, which is stronger than ever. You know, I bring my weaknesses and sins and failures, I bring it to the sacrament and I come out stronger. I get the grace to really heal exactly my weaknesses. I mean, that is so powerful. You know, talk about a wonderful uh, life principle. So just to wrap up, I would say this spirit really helps us live one day at a time, which is essential, right? Live one day at a time very well. Uh, we put yesterday, it's in God's hands, it's over. Um, and we put tomorrow in his hands, we don't have it yet. I start fresh every day. And I think that spirit is so productive. It's so optimistic and joyful. And it is very helpful to work that way. And again, we're communicating this in direct and indirect ways to the girls all the time. And it is really beautiful to see them take this on little by little. It chips away at perfectionism, at discouragement, at comparisons. This attitude is sort of like a little, it's an antidote to all of those things, which we all feel at different times, no surprise. It's so much at uh, core, the core of the spirit of the school and the joys, the joy that the girls learn to take in their successes, in their, in other people's successes, and learning to take their failures with, you know, big or small, very much in stride, essential. So it's a, it's a source of great strength. And I just, I wanted to bring it out a little bit more to you.